Welcome to the Wrestling House Show, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us out there. My name is Joey. My name is Chris. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good, doing good. I'm, I'm obviously in a better mood than I was at the end of last week's show. Yes, take a week to reflect, and the world's not going to end. It's not It's not in the best place it could be, but... Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Have you been seeing <laughs> the internet fallout over... No, I don't, I don't look at the internet. Well, no, I'm not talking about the shitty comment sites. I'm talking about this day and age where we film everybody. Did you see the fat no, kid lose his shit over the... Uh, no, over punk? Okay. This is what we're starting the show off with. I have to... I have to. This is going to be a two sides of the coin kind of thing. Okay? So, the day after the Royal Rumble, I oh. thought I took it hard. <laughs> I merely just made pout face, came on the show, and, and cathartically expressed right. my emotions with you, Chris. You just looked really tired. I was, but that that was neither here nor there, honestly, right. at the end of the day. But I came on here, I expressed my feelings, we hugged it out, and... <laughs> like Cody and uh, Damien this week. Yes, yes, I like that. Uh, there's this guy out there who... Uh, and he has a, a living girlfriend, apparently. I don't know how this happened. Okay. But he's one of those guys that has the belt, you know. Right. He, he's, he's, the video is his girlfriend sees him, like, maybe I ought to record this, because he tends to maybe go a little insane when matches don't go his way. It's right. still real to him, damn it. Right. This guy is at least 21 years old. So he's he can do a lot of things in this country, and it's legal. Right. But maybe we should make exceptions at some point. So he has the belt. He has a, I'm a Paul Heyman guy shirt. He's all punked out, you oh. know. It's like if Kevin Steen was a Paul Heyman guy. <laughs> right. Sorry, Kevin. Don't come kill me. <laughs> uh, and they sh it's the finish of the rumble. You can see the TV playing at mm -hmm. Rockets of People's Elbow. Yeah. And he's all like, oh, he got a second one. And then the Rock wins, and he's like, no! And he, he takes his belt, and he whips the floor with it, and storms out of the room, <laughs> goes to his room, and slams the door shut. <laughs> and then the girl's like, what's wrong? <laughs> you know, like, she's like, I know you're, obviously she knows that he's upset. Right. It's pretty obvious by the tape. And, like, she tries, she opens the door, and she's, Still recording him. I don't think he still realizes that that's the best part. Right. And he's like, just leave me alone, okay? Just leave me alone. Get out of the room. <laughs> Fucking get out, you know? <laughs> just just being a big fat baby about yeah. it. And now it's all over the internet. Like, I didn't see this video until, like, a couple of our great listeners sent it to me. So this is being yeah. seen. It's not just them. It's <laughs> yeah. everywhere at this point. So this, and then she films like a follow-up video, like he he still won't come out of his room, and it's like a hostage situation or something, like on the Eyewitness okay. News. But it's like that is not what I want represented to the world no. of wrestling fans. No. For all I know, this guy made Kimmel. I just haven't caught up this week <laughs> either. Let's hope not. Let's hope not, because he tries to he he does positive YouTube clips. Yeah. Now, fast forward to about a day or two after this. Yeah. And I'm still like, God, why do people have to be like this and represent wrestling fans in such a light such right. as this? Because you know that non-fans are seeing this too, like, oh my God. Yeah, well, they're just going, oh, yeah, that, that's what I expected. Yeah. They're all like that. So, and I wish I had the guy's name in front of me, but I've been, I, I watched this clip like two or three times, and uh, I still yeah. can't believe it. I know what you're it. talking about. I did see this. Yeah. Um, do, do, do you have the guy's name? But... uh I, I don't, but yep. a lot of people know about this already. The guy that runs a liquor store, like in Brooklyn or something yeah. like that, he, <laughs> he gets shot in the eye during an armed robbery. Right, is going to lose that sight in the eye that got he got shot in. I'm assuming so. Yeah. The 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 news crew is interviewing him at at his place of business with his friends and family and supporters, like just hanging out with them, coming to see him. Hey, wish well wishers and regulars and right. stuff like that. And he's he's kind of like he's just kind of taking it in stride. You know, he's he's a, he's a pretty old guy. He's yeah. he's definitely towards maybe the twilight of his life, but he's yeah. still working, you know, he's right. still making a living, and it's his store. And at the end of the interview, they were like, and this wasn't even the worst thing that happened to him all week. Yeah. And he goes, you know, that wasn't even the worst thing. The worst thing was when um, uh, freaking Rock beat Punk. Yeah. That was horrible. It was terrible. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> and then, like, you know, they go back to the news uh, room, and he's like, yeah, I tweeted CM Punk about this. I'm waiting for his response. Yeah. Punk did respond. He did respond, yeah. And he said, this guy is the man. He has my respect. I'd shake his hand. Anything you want, man, I'm happy to do it for yeah. you. I was like, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. This is a guy. 
so this is really just this kid obviously is just a spoiled dick the, the big fat <laughs> kid that's that's right. throwing his $300 belt down on the yeah. floor like he's breaking a glass right you know i don't have a belt right. i don't have belt money right you know this kid's doing okay if he's got belt money Apparently, or yeah. he put it on a credit card he's never going to pay off right. and uh, you have this other guy you know working class guy yeah. and he's going to lose he lost one of his eyes, and right. he's, he's sweating the rock finish. But he does it right. in such a funny way. Oh, well, like, yeah, because when you watch the thing, it's it's just like a behind-the-scenes thing. He's just, like, talking to the guys because the camera's not on him, like, yeah. they're shooting this for the video. That's just something that he said just offhand. Is like, yeah, the rock losing the or rock winning the title was the worst part of my week. Yeah. So it's just... Yeah, yeah. he's just... He's, just matter-of-factly. Yeah. Know. So that's, that's two sides of the fandom right there. I just yeah. thought that was really funny that that one outcome... Yeah, and all this, uh, all these other things are going on, and yeah, it, 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 you know, I, I could say it affected my week, but it didn't. Right. You know, I, I went to work just like I always do. I had the <laughs> right. same days off that I did last yeah. week. It's, you know, I have, I'm, I'm about the same net worth. Right. You know, nothing changed for me economy wise. <laughs> I do I, love I, wrestling, I ha- but I mean, life goes on. You know. Yeah. It's it's because I mean it was obvious they're setting up for twice in a lifetime now. So at WrestleMania. Yeah. That all being said, they hit upon Raw Roulette. And you know me, Chris, I've always been a big fan of Raw Roulette. Yeah. And uh, maybe help me. I know I actually did kind of have a crazy week, so I think I might be mentally cashed out on some of this stuff. I remember the bad stuff on Raw Roulette was really bad. Can you help um, me? And we're trying to do this a lot on our show here. Help me find some positive about Rob Roulette, Chris. Well, a lot of the stuff that, that was bad that I know what you're referring to, probably, I actually kind of feel bad that I kind of enjoyed some of it. So, um, but I mean, it Kali was... The Kali thing was painful. The what? The Kali thing was painful. Yeah, that's, oh, That's yeah. the thing that springs to mind. And, I didn't... And the non-finish of the Divas match. Like, just Again, waste yeah, my time. Yeah. But on the flip side of the Divas match, I got to see Rosa Mendez in a showgirl outfit. So I enjoyed that quite immensely. Okay. So, All right. I'll... There we go. See? Positive. Silver lining to that dark, dark cloud of whatever that was. Sure. And you got your Rosa reference for the yep. week. Which... Actually, Rosa spotting this week three times this week on TV. Oh, nice. Raw, NXT, and Superstars. Oh, man. Well, see, I only saw the yeah. one. Yeah. So I didn't. I, Chris has seen NXT and Superstars this week. I have not. So Chris there were good is... shows. Yes, Chris is going to be steering that. And help me out. I need a little bit more on Raw. Yeah, of course. I mean, of course, uh, the other thing that you're probably referencing is the Tensai uh, Clay dance-off lingerie thing. But I enjoyed that segment. I thought it was pretty funny. Well, we're we're long-time Tensai slash Albert slash A-Train yeah. fans. And I, I was sitting there thinking, you know, I guess it's been so long. Does nobody remember the hip-hop hippo? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> From twelve years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah that that we we remember that, yeah. So I, I, it's like, and he's only retained those moves right. since then. Like everything he's learned on TV this week, he learned from Scotty Too Hotty right. over a decade ago, <laughs> and he hasn't learned anything since. Yeah, it's not like he can really go on the dance floor out in Japan and not just right make them all spread out, right, <laughs> Godzilla. But yeah, and I thought it was ironic that. He's wearing lingerie, but by doing so, he's wearing more clothes than he ever does. So, yeah, <laughs> wow. I thought that was funny. <laughs> you just blew my mind, Chris. <laughs> wow! By wearing lingerie, he's actually more dressed than he's ever been on TV. is is an amazing thing. So, yeah. wow, yeah, <laughs> more lingerie for Tenzai. Right, I see that in this future. I get a little Perry Saturn flashback. I was too. gonna say, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's not make that a habit. Okay. Honestly. But Tensai actually had a, I mean, he had some he had a good stuff week. on, yeah, he had a pretty decent week. Yeah. I don't know, maybe he gets best week, I don't know, we'll see. We'll Probably see. not, after wearing lingerie, but we'll see. Well, I mean, that's the stuff that people remember, maybe not so much in a positive light, right. but it has served its purpose. Yeah. I still think the best dance-off, the best surprise was Kozlov. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that, that my one. Favorite. And to which, uh, you know, and I hate to reference it, but uh, to which I flashed back to that about two or three weeks ago watching yep. TNA and during the bro-off. If you didn't see it, don't I ask, really. I'll I tell you everything you need to know. But Rob Terry basically stole every one of Kozlov's moves from that dance-off oh, really? for his bro-off. And I was like, I, I saw this, like, three years ago, didn't yeah. I? <laughs> <laughs> that, but that's what TNA does. Three years is actually pretty good for TNA. Usually they, they, <laughs> they roll it back about 10 or 15 years yeah. of recycling. 
Okay, get me off of TNA, Chris. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, just going down some of the matches on Raw, I mean, Orton versus Cesaro, it's always a pretty good match, yeah. honestly. It was a special guest referee, but it was pretty much down the middle until the very end. So yeah. Yeah, it was actually a pretty decent match yeah. that I thought. Um, uh, Barrett versus Bro Dallas, he got his revenge, well, attempted to get his revenge for the, uh, the Royal Rumble. So. Oh, that, you reminded me of something, uh, me checking, until I can get an official rumor correspondent, checking the rumor mills this week, mm-hmm. if you believe everything you read on the internet, and dot, I don't. dot, dot, apparently, Bo Dallas took a surprise entrant that they had asked to come to the show for the Royal Rumble, he took his spot, uh, because they wound up having like 31 people, and they had to cut somebody off the show. And if you believe everything you read, Bo Dallas replaced Shelton Benjamin in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I don't believe you it. You could have had a one-off night for Shelton because he was in town. Yeah. Apparently, he was in the building. Eh, so, I don't know. I but then again, when you think about it, as long-time slash suffering Shelton Benjamin fans in WWE that we are, yeah. you remember how crappy he always did in the Royal Rumble? Yeah. Like, he'd get in there and he'd get thrown out like in three minutes. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm kind of glad that that didn't happen. Yeah. What do I want? Just a repeat of it all over again. And if he was only doing it for the one night, it's not like he was going to make much of a showing. Yeah. That's not the MO usually. Right. Did not see any more Goldust on TV this week either. No, I think it was a one-off thing for Goldust. Because I was looking at some of... He he tweets a lot. Oh, he's like king Twitter. I mean, he's... He's the Napoleon of Twitter. Yeah, and so I didn't even see Raw until like later in the week, had to record it, but um, I had seen that people were asking if he was going to be on Raw, he's like, nope. So I'm thinking it's just a one-off, one-off deal, yeah. which is unfortunate. Maybe if enough people say they want to see Rhodes versus Goldust at Mania that they'll take notice, but who knows. You know what? Yeah, that's up to you. Everybody out there that's listening to the show, if you if you think you're friends of us, then please go on to like WWE Universe or, or Twitter hashtag or whatever the hell you gotta do and say we want Cody versus Goldust at Wrestlemania yeah. or we don't buy the pay-per-view <laughs> even if you're lying please right. <laughs> just say that yeah. for us please maybe that'll help alright anyway that's my PSA for the week uh, but yeah I would, and in his tweets he had said that even Cody didn't even know that he was gonna be at the Rumble like nobody knew apparently so wow maybe I mean, maybe that's the case. He doesn't seem like... I mean, why would you lie about that? So, Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Do you think that... You think they even told him like five minutes before? Maybe because he was out pretty early. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, it's interesting. But speaking of uh, Cody, uh, he had... He spun the uh, superstar wheel and got Cena. So, you can see he looked real thrilled about that. Yeah, he didn't even want to do it. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) this uh, this is... This is a waste of my talent. <laughs> yeah, a waste of Cody Rhodes is yeah, what he said. There you go. And uh, it was pretty much a squash match. And yeah. it was just Cena's platform for saying that he was going to challenge The Rock, which nobody thought otherwise, honestly. Yeah. I did. I think Del Rio should take offense to uh, Cena's speech there, though. Because yeah. he was running down like, I can go after the World Heavyweight Championship or I can go after the WWE title. I have zero chance of winning the WWE title. But I could probably win the world heavyweight title. Is basically what he yeah, said. He's basically so. saying, "Well, Rock can beat me, Punk can beat me, but I can beat Del Rio." I mean, that's 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 easy. Yeah, that's pretty much what he said. I'm paraphrasing quite a bit, but I mean, do you think maybe you notice like in the last few years they have had those callbacks where it's like it could be nine months down the road, yeah. and they said, "Why did you attack John Cena, Alberto?" Like this could be yeah. like in November later on this year. Yeah. Why did you attack John Cena, Alberto? Right. Why did I attack him? Yeah. Well, here. Yeah, the, they did that. They did that with uh, CM Punk after um, with the Randy, Randy Orton, Orton thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I like that. Finally, I mean, I think that was one of the biggest gaping holes of plot storylines <laughs> in the last five years. Yeah. So I'm glad they finally did address yeah. that when it happened. So, and if not, I mean, I think people get behind just like a one-off match between Del Rio and Cena. Yeah. So it'd be, it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I love you know and it. Usually, people really dumb down their moveset when they go babyface. I'm yeah. not mentioning any names. Yeah. But Alberto shines so much more in his matches, in my opinion, as a babyface. He's, you know, he's adding to his repertoire. He's doing a lot more flashy moves. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, like, more drop flips kicks. and kicks and things. So Brought the German suplex into yeah. the arsenal, and I Which like cool. that. He's, so, yeah, things he's, like that. Yeah, so I, I still like it. He, he's teetering on that edge of not 
going after, like he usually would go after the arm, like all the time, just set up for the cross arm breaker, and he's still doing it to an extent. So yeah, like keep it up. Don't just flip and kick all the time. Like keep doing what you do, because that's why you got to where you are. You know. Yeah, understood. Yeah, he was yeah great submission psychologist. Yeah, underrated for yeah. his initial run. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Del Rio did have a uh, body slam challenge that never got off the ground. So oh. basically, I was hoping that this feud was over. And that they would go into yeah, that, the chamber. That like, surprises me. Yeah, I so. guess. I mean, their matches have been very watchable. Yeah. So I guess maybe that's why they're maybe milking it just a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe they got some sort of. Obviously, they have some sort of plan for Del Rio for WrestleMania. Right. But the cat is not out of the bag yet. Unless you think they can milk it to Mania with a final showdown with Big Show, because well, to me, like less than a month to build up to a match in WrestleMania. That's doing a disservice to Alberto. Yeah. So you think maybe they're gonna make him? They're just gonna get him to hate each other so bad that they have to have. Well, the chamber is going to be the number one contender shot for WrestleMania, from okay. what Booker said. And Big Show's not in that match. Right. He's gonna. He has his rematch with right. Del Rio. So as of now, there's no way that they can face each other at WrestleMania. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Jeez. So I mean, that can always change, of course, but. Yeah, well, I can't wait to talk about that chamber match for SmackDown, but until then. Okay. Um, yeah, so the another match that I really liked, I think my favorite match of the night, was uh, the tables match between uh, Sheamus and Damien Sandow. That was a good match. Yeah. You're right. Thank you for reminding me of that. That was definitely a beacon of light on yeah. Raw Roulette for me. <laughs> um, so I love it when people use tables as weapons, as in, i.e., throwing them at people as opposed yeah. to putting them through them, and they did that a few times in that match. Yeah. That's always my favorite. Did you notice that, I guess apparently in the first few rows, they, their vision was getting blocked by a table that was half-assed set up, and then when Damien moved it, they like started chanting "Thank you, Damien." Yeah, <laughs> at him. yeah. like or, "Thank you, Sandow." Yeah, I was like, ah, "That's funny." Yeah, and then he said, "You're welcome." <laughs> but yeah, Sheamus is. I wouldn't go against Sheamus in a tables match. He has a yeah. good history of winning those, so he did. But it was a really good match. Yeah. We we actually were there for his yeah. table match, uh, first title victory. Yep. So yeah, that was fun. So yeah, I I don't really care for the babyface Sheamus, but he has good matches consistently. Yeah. So. And that's another guy that uh, he never stops adding to his repertoire. Yeah. He's he he will usually show me something new in every match, and I'm always right looking for it. So right. I appreciate that out of him. Yeah, you could definitely argue how much of a success or failure his babyface run has been as far as entertainment value and personality, but he he can get it done in that ring. Yeah. Uh, we also had the karaoke thing that you referred to earlier with the Kali. I didn't care for that. Yeah. Now, does gigantism uh, cause your ability to have just zero rhythm and knowledge of songs? I guess. Like, if Kali was going to sing Happy Birthday to you, no. would he be eight seconds off of the verse every time? Probably, yeah. You know, obviously Kali never watched the product. You could definitely argue that Kali has never seen a Shawn Michaels match in his right. life, but uh, not that he could ever replicate any of that. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, th- is he is he that savvy? Is he just doing it on purpose? I or? don't know. I mean, I don't know what to think of this man ever. I kind of don't think he is because I mean he's just really really bad at everything he does. I mean, you could see that three and B when they came out there, they were struggling to make it look passable on TV. You yeah. know. Even with a Drew like flipping, like completely dying after getting hit, and you could see like Slater just like stopping and waiting for Kali to hit him. It's, yeah. I mean, it's really, really bad. I don't understand why. Even like little kids that don't know any better, like how I don't understand why. That's the only people I can think of that like Kali. That would pop for him, yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It's like okay, yes, it's a novelty, and I, I'm, I, I'd like to think that I'm one of these fans that actually definitely understands that. Everybody serves a purpose. Yeah. And, and you know, Hornswoggle serves his purpose. Right. You know, Kali should equally serve that purpose. He just doesn't. He doesn't... Yeah. The, the show... He's one of the few guys, and this is very cold, but he's one of the few guys, I hate to say this, if he wasn't on the show, the show would be better. Right. I agree. And, and, and him and David Otunga. If I can get <laughs> those two people off of television... But even then, I can even I could argue Otunga almost. Yeah, I can argue Otunga. I'm not his character. Yeah, is his character 
if he was a manager or something right. or just a backstage weasel, right. like he had been doing for the longest time before they let him wrestle more, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that serves a purpose, and it actually you can include him in storylines that he didn't have anything to do with initially, like right. that Sheamus one last yeah. year. It was stupid, right. but he served a purpose. Kali serves no purpose yeah. for anything. He he he's not he's not an a, he doesn't add to the company at all. If right. anything, he's probably a burden. Like like trying to find cars for this dude and <laughs> and plane tickets. Right. Like this guy is just a mess. Right. I, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's I, it. I've said it before. There's plenty of nice people in this world. I don't want to see him on TV every week. Yeah. I'm a nice guy. I think. Well, yeah. I'm not gonna be on WWE television every yeah. week unless I'm commentating. Eventually. You and should be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you should be proofreading. <laughs> right. And and doing tons of stuff for him. You should be in their video vault right now. Right. You and me. Yes. I'm the I'm the wacky reference guy. Like, okay, we need to find this tape for that, and then you're you're the one that that helps with the digitizing. That that's how we would run the video <laughs> right. vault. It'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> Super Sounds fun. Good. Lock right. us in the vault. <laughs> um. After that, Y2J came out again. Nice to see him back. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and they got put into a him and Ziggler actually had to team up against Hell No. Strange bedfellows yeah, match. Which was cool on the surface, but I knew they were, I knew that Hell No was, uh, I, that they were gonna win, obviously. But I yeah. liked how they did it with uh, Jericho like hitting Kane in the back. You know. Oh, that was that so was fun. that was awesome. Proof that he is the consummate showman entertainer. Yeah. yeah. And. He can be extremely funny whenever he wants yeah, to be. Yeah, I think my favorite line of the, the night, probably the week, was when he was talking about AJ. Yeah. Put, put a leash on your little doggy before she pee-pees all over the ring. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> I ran it back and watched it again. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, good to see Y2J back. Hopefully it's for longer than uh, just WrestleMania, but we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what his... I know he's got a new TV show coming out. Yeah. Uh, what is, like I was actually going to talk... Another Robot Wars kind of thing? I was going to talk, about, talk that. about that. It's yeah. um, uh, the Robot Combat League. Okay. Yeah, and he's hosting it. Apparently, it's actually kind of interesting. I don't know how well it's going to play off on TV. So how does this differ from the other time they tried to get us like interested Robot Wars in Robot Battle Wars? Bots. Yeah, Well, Battle those bots. were like tiny remote-controlled robots, right? Okay. These robots apparently are life-size, like six-foot-plus bipedal robots. This is real steel? Like this, the movie? This is like real steel for real. Wow. Steel. I, I thought that that was just a work of fiction. Now you're telling me this I, is a real life thing? Apparently, because I that's what I thought too. Because I'm like, I haven't seen any footage of this. And that sounds like it's not possible. But apparently, they are. there's like 12 of these robots built by this guy. And it's like life-size Rock'em Sock'em robots. They have, I think, like they have teams. Teams hmm. of people that work on them or whatever. Okay. And there's apparently a, I think a bot jockey or something is what they call them. I don't know. Bot jockey. But they're like motion controlled, I believe. Like, mm. um, actually, uh, George Lucas's daughter is an MMA fighter. Who knew? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and she's what? actually she's actually controlling one of the robots. So <laughs> okay. Yeah, Amanda Lucas. Psychology is her name. once again. We brought it back. Yeah, Amanda Lucas is her name, and Amanda she's Lucas. one of the teams. So. Yeah, but apparently it's a real thing and it's happening. So Chris Jericho is just gonna sit back and watch it all. He's gonna host and commentate. Okay. So it'll be entertaining, for sure. Um, him and him and Joe Rogan. Yeah, February twenty sixth <laughs> is when that debuts on Sci Fi. So Sci Fi. Well, that, that ties in. That's weird because that that obviously ties in with SmackDown. They can pr- yeah. cross promote it. Which I was which watching. Apparently, they're getting off of Sci Fi this year. I, so. I was watching SmackDown and. They had a commercial for the Robot Combat League, but they didn't mention Jericho. I thought that was really weird that's, during the show. That's brutal. Yeah. How do you so know? I thought that was weird because I haven't seen. I didn't know that Jericho was going to host it until I actually started looking it up. I because none of the TV spots that I've seen say that he's going to be on it. So let's just hope it goes better than some of his other endeavors yeah. like that. What was that game show he did? I can't remember now. Where oh, people like fell Fallout? off the roof. Yeah. Fallout. So actually, I thought that was kind of neat, but it, it was, was okay. weird as hell. It definitely seemed like a Japanese game show or a variation yeah. thereof. Uh, another Jericho television update. Uh, he has just been announced this week as the host of Revolver's Golden Gods Award for this year, and this is like the second or third year in a row he's hosted. Yeah. It's uh, the biggest, I think it's probably the biggest domestic in the USA heavy metal award show, yeah. and he's hosting it, and... Uh, 
it's going to air on, if you have this on your cable network, it's going to be on the AXS television network, no which used to be HDNet. Oh, okay. And now it's pretty, AXS, if you're a big music guy like I am, AXS has basically taken over VH1 Classic as the music channel, because they just show like live concerts all the time now. Oh, I like, think I know what you're talking about. Original yeah. things. They're going to air the Golden Gods Award show mm. this year, and Jericho's going to be the host. He's going to be definitely in his element there. Yeah. So looking forward to that. I'll let you, as soon as I get a date on that, I'll yeah. I'll say it here on the house show. So, so yeah, but yeah, the Robot Combat League is February 26 on Sci-Fi. That brought up an interesting thing for me when I was researching that. Okay. We talk about the Rock like leaving and and coming back and and wanting titles and stuff. Yeah. What do you think about Jericho taking time off, taking a half year here, year two years here and there, coming back? Do you think he should be in ah. contention for a title? What do you think about that? I like that you're putting the argument forward or the debate forward here that because we're such a Jericho fan, should we give him the pass? Exactly. Now, I think the obvious one on the Rock versus Jericho debate here is that Jericho hasn't taken nearly True. the longer sabbaticals that Rock True. has. And Jericho's only been nothing but honest with us also at the same time. True. Except when he's coming back, he'll deny it up and down the river, but well, that's yeah, good that's, entertainment. Right. And I don't care what you say. Being swerved by Jericho, especially in this day and age of the internet, is a brilliant thing. Yeah. And you shouldn't hate on the guy because of it. I'm talking to somebody specifically. But anyway, <laughs> that was the best part. You, you know, he was at the NAM convention in yeah. Los Angeles the whole weekend. Right on Royal Rumble weekend. So he wasn't at the Fan Fest. Right. He wasn't hanging out backstage or anything. He was at NAM. So people would be like, you going to be in the Royal Rumble, Jericho? He's like, dude, I'm in I'm in, I'm in Los Angeles, bitch. Yeah. You know, I'm at NAM. I posted uh -huh. pictures. I've got proof. I've got the pictures to prove it. It was brilliant. He just took a quick, quickie flight over to Phoenix. Yeah. Made it out there, the show in time. Nobody was the wiser at all. No. He's just brilliant at doing that. It's Well, yeah, no. I mean, I think that was great. I was just... Throwing it out there, you know, because no, no, no. he, he's like picking his own schedule, basically. And... Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to deviate from your question. Yeah. Uh, to answer the hard question you threw at me, I think that he's the kind of guy, when he came up and he was seeing how these other guys that didn't work a full schedule right. win big titles, I think that there's got to be something in the back of his mind where he's like, I don't want to be that guy. Right. And if you notice, during his last run, he definitely wasn't that guy. Right. He did good business. He put over guys. Yep. He put. He mainly put over Punk and Ziggler yep. last year. Yep. And that's a good thing. Yeah. That, you know, you you'd ask any of those guys, they'd probably be, it's like that's Jericho did the right thing, and I'll always you know be in his debt you know yep. or whatever. So, to me, that that is right away Jericho home run. I think it's almost like a punch card, you know. He he puts so many guys over. He probably deserves another title run at some point, <laughs> even if he's not going to work a full schedule. I think he may not even want it because he would right. probably realize I might have to be a transitional champion. He doesn't want to do that yeah. either. Yeah. So I don't I don't think he's looking for it at this point. He doesn't have anything to prove. He didn't have anything to prove past two thousand two. Yeah. So I I don't I just don't think that he cares about I mean I don't he wouldn't spit at another world title obviously right. but I think for him him and Foley are very similar in that respect that the story has to make sense right I, I just don't see him going after another world title unless he himself was like I'm definitely going to be in this for another few years right because that's the only time he did it when he kind of wasn't sure when he came back and he was ready and then after a while it's like okay I'm, I'm doing really good here and they yeah. gave him that Roman Michaels feud which is yeah. great yeah so I think it's just a matter of playing it by ear with Jericho. Yeah. We don't know what his schedule is, and sometimes he doesn't. Right. And he obviously still loves it. Um, I, I, I think he's got to be sick of some of these idiots on Twitter just housing him about wrestling all the time. It's just, yeah. it's got to be maddening for yeah, him. I'm sure. But the fact that it seems like he still loves it, my hat's off too. Yeah. I'm always going to be one of his biggest fans. But, uh, yeah, I think it would just have to make sense for him. Right. That obviously doesn't yeah. matter as much to a guy like The Rock. And I'm, right. I'm sorry, I don't think that's a cheap shot. It's just the truth. Yeah. What I, purpose does it serve? I agree. And I think, I mean, with The Rock, I think it's also, 
status. They want to put the belt on him, and he's agreeing to it. Yeah. Maybe more so than I want this for me, yeah. is that the WWE wants that big payday of Rock having the title, I think is what it is. Yeah. And, I mean, even though people love Jericho, there's not that same... It's not the same. No, know? he's not He's not the celebrity that Rocky is. I will never deny yeah. that. And, you know, f- especially for a guy, and I don't know if I mentioned this on the show already, I think there was a thing done like, Rock has the highest box office average of any star that they put in a vehicle for a movie. He has the biggest box office percentage of like the last five years, more so than any other actor really? or something like that. It's like he it's I think it's for the action genre specifically. Right. But I, I don't know if it's limited to that actually, but apparently every movie that he has vehicled, like he is the star yeah. and he's carrying this movie yeah. or he's at least second or third. Right. Uh, like it just makes tons of money. He's hmm. he is a proven money maker in Hollywood, and that's that's well, a rare thing. Number one, yeah. so yeah, WWE obviously has been paying attention. I oh, mean, yeah. it's their that's their guy. They never stop paying attention to him. Yeah. So yeah, one hand washes the other, and all that stuff. They might get bigger pay per view pay, uh, you know, buy rates with right. Rock being in the main event. I understand yeah. all this. I just. I I still just question the validity of the world title thing. People would still buy the show if Rock wasn't the champ. Right. I agree. And I was actually, I forget which show I was watching when I was tweeting that, I think it was SmackDown, but saying that like the better story would have been have Rock not beat Punk at this, whatever he has to do to win it, have Punk get through, get past the Royal Rumble, get past the Elimination Chamber, and have Rock win it at WrestleMania. That's a better story. It, but they want to they go, because if it, there's no adversity, he just walks in, First match, I beat you. I got it. That's like now what? It's not entertaining. So, but I I know they just wanted to go with Cena versus Rock again. That's that's how they wanted to do it. So yeah. Uh, is 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 there anything else before Lesnar that you want to talk about in Raw? Because I had a big thing about that. Trish. Oh yeah. Yes. Thank you for. <laughs> I'll always stop down for that. Man, is the Hall of Fame Hall of Fame is looking good, literally and figuratively now. Right. Yeah, Trish Stratus coming in in the Hall of Fame. Man, yeah. this is a good bout this year. Yeah, Foley, I, mean, I say Backlund. that every year, but yeah, it's really good this year. No, like it, usually it takes a few more weeks for me to get like, okay, yeah. yeah. And sometimes that's the case. Sometimes there's yeah. a few like, eh, okay, sure, fine. Yeah. But yeah, every every person they've announced for the Hall of Fame this year has been a home run. Yeah, and you know, I really, really liked. I, I've loved all of these vignettes so far. Yeah. But I I'm really happy that especially the Trish vignette has said all the things that I've been saying about her too. Yeah. And I I guess I should have realized how highly they thought of her, but I like that it's really laid out there right now. Right. Like she is now the standard for women's wrestling in that company. And I yeah. think that's actually yeah. a really good Pretty thing. Be, yeah. She well, it's because you know you could argue definitely that there were better scientific lady wrestlers. Molly Holly springs to mind, but she had everything. Yeah, Trish had. Yeah, she was the entire package. Yeah. That is the template, the, yeah. the the DNA, the blueprint, all the Matt Morgan nicknames <laughs> okay. that have been happening over the few years. That right. that's what Trish is for women's wrestling in WWE as it stands today. That's the one yeah. you aspire to be. I agree, and I'm glad that there are. I'm glad that they've made it official yeah. at this point, basically. So I just remember, I remember she debuted on Heat, wasn't it? Yeah, In she that was scouting. Horrible, horrible promo. Yeah, it was a terrible promo. Horrible. She was scouting for her tag team, which yeah. turned out to be Test and Albert. Yeah, TNA. And you know, she just kept progressing, and then she took a little bit of that time off during the invasion yeah. angle. But then she came back, and apparently, she had gone to wrestling school yeah. and got really good, really yeah. fast. Yeah, and she kept getting better. And to be fair, she had great opponents to work off of. Right. I mean, you look at the people she wrestled over that run. Yeah. You know, it ranges in all styles, and that really helped her, too. You had people like Jazz, Mm. and like I said, Ivory, Lita, Jacqueline, Molly Holly. That's a stellar lineup right there. Even like Gail Kim coming in towards the end. Just quality opponents. Yeah. Restaurant quality, as JR likes to say. Jackie Gata. (laughs) <laughs> Everybody except Jackie Gata. <laughs> she, she, she. Uh, her story turned out well. It's yeah. good that she yeah. didn't. 
she realized she wasn't going to be an in-ring competitor. She's, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, do you have any Hall of Fame predictions for the rest of... Uh, I don't who... even know. You think they're going to do another like big name going in there? I mean, you you can do one that's not with us anymore since they're obviously yeah. not going to show. I hate to say it that way, but I'd like to see... Like I said, I realize why Savage isn't in there right now, no. and it's because they always try to you know get the whole family on board. Right. And as of right now, as much as I am actually a big fan of Lanny Poffo, yeah, he's not willing. He he. The last I heard from him, and I hope I read this wrong, but he wants the whole family to go in. That's, I'm like the the Poffos are not a wrestling family. No, they're, they're, oh, not. they're a wrestling family, but they're not a Hall of Fame wrestling family. Exactly. I they, love the genius, and I have yeah. since I was a kid. Yeah. But no. Yeah. You don't. I'm sorry. Randy needs to go in on his own. Yeah. For what he did. And and sadly, you know, I don't, I don't know if the Martha Hart bridge is burned forever, but I would yeah. say I honestly think that they should do it, even in spite of her, because last I heard, you know, the whole family, the rest of the Hearts aren't even that cool with Martha anymore. Really? So I'd say just put Owen in there. Yeah. Uh, he's got to go in there at some point. But my my big one, the one that doesn't get as much attention that should go in there that's not yet is Ravishing Rick Rude. I think yeah. this might be a good year to put him in. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who would be representing for him. I don't know anything don't about know. his family. Yeah. Isn't that weird? But I think that he should go in. I just don't know how they're going to go about it. You know, and having someone like, you know, like Ziggler or somebody like that, like talking about right. how he influenced him. I don't know. But that's one I'd like to see in there. Uh, I I can't think of anything. I mean, like I said, Randy right. Savage is still the biggest holdout. Easy, yeah. especially after Backlund going in. Yeah, we're not going to talk about Bruno. <laughs> Isn't it great though? After what Superstar Billy Graham did over the last right. years, we got to see him get beat clean during the <laughs> like yeah. on they they jobbed him out on Raw. And this is that's like the big. You don't think that that wasn't an accident, and good timing on their part. Right. Put Backlund in and show Superstar getting beat on television. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't think it's a conspiracy. Uh, yeah. but I laughed. Right. <laughs> but uh, who would you like to see that's not in there right now? Brandy Savage is the only one. That's the one I always go to. You know, I can't. Everybody that's, has to wait until yeah. Savage gets in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> um. There's one thing that, uh, you know, the last thing on Raw, of course, was the big Lesnar surprise. Yep. I immediately thought, now, this is interesting because, you know, I'm never, like, waiting for Lesnar to come back. Right. But something is telling me that this actually might be pretty decent, and I'm trying to get on board and be positive about the Lesnar thing. Yeah. I kind of have to now at this point, or I can, I'm sure it's still going to try. Right. Apparently, they have re-upped him for two more years. Oh, apparently. really? He is locked in through 31, unless he goes home again. You're right. But apparently, they got two more years on him. I think at this point, with all the fallout over the Heyman bit, I had a feeling that it was going to be Heyman and not Punk that was in on this whole thing, even yeah. though it seems like the way the story is going is that Heyman called all the shots and maybe put Punk in on it and or let him, let him in on it later. Or maybe maybe he didn't. I think I think Punk still has plausible deniability. He does. So. And that's, I think, is going to be the interesting part. They may break him off of Heyman because of this. Yes, I think they will. And I think, I think we're definitely going to see Punk and Lesnar at some point. I may actually go on a prediction and say Punk Lesnar at SummerSlam this no. year. But uh, WWE.com planted a nice seed in my head saying, well, now that we know that Heyman's in bed with the Shield, and he has Lesnar, and he has Punk, is he going to bring the Dangerous Alliance back or a new <laughs> version of? And that's a... You look at all that on... You look at those guys on paper yeah. all together, that's, yeah. that's going to rule this year. I never they, even thought about that. If they put them all on the same page, yeah. that's going to be the thing this year. Yeah. So I don't know. I what see. Do you think? I see the Shield as free agents. I think I was disappointed that Heyman had said that they paid the Shield. That makes me lose. A, I was hoping that they would like refuse the money and like we'll do this because it's the right thing to do. Was right. because what we believe in, not because you're paying us. Yeah. The fact that they got paid makes me kind of like, eh, it's not as cool. But it, it means that. There, they can be bought. There's a price on your head. Yeah. Or, and it's not all about justice all the time. I mean, a lot of the stuff yeah. that they do, yeah, I mean, I can see that. Um, going after Foley for um, influencing kids to, like, hurt themselves in the backyard. I thought that was a brilliant thing yeah. to do. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't agree with it, right. but I thought that that said that the shield had their own set of morals and codes that they live by. Yeah. But if they're going to get paid to do it to beat someone up, then that kind of throws that out the window. It makes whatever you say now be questioned. Yeah, whether exactly. or not you're you absolutely have the integrity to back yeah. that up. So I still like the shield, but that yeah. I was a little disappointed with that. But like I was making that argument about when they turn people heel, they have to give them, they have to make them Weasley, and they yeah. have to make them greedy, and they yeah. have to do this. They can they can never be completely right. Yeah, they just don't want that. There's no gray area. Bad you, you can't have. Yeah, there's always has to be something you can point to and say this is why you're bad. Yeah, but that's all right. You yeah. know, whatever. The, I thought the beating they gave Brad Maddox was very creepy. I don't know. It just there were two creepy beatings this week, and that was one of them. And when uh, Barrett like kicked, like just beat Bo Dallas, and you couldn't see what was happening because he yeah. was behind that thing. Yeah, the that's fact right. that you couldn't see that made that a lot worse yeah. to me in my head. So I thought that was really both of those were really violent. It's not brutal. very PG of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> What's going but the, on but here? the thing is, they didn't show it, so that's that's what made it worse in my head, you know. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I love Heyman though. That's yeah, yeah. not me. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, I don't care if you got satellite video. <laughs> There's this is Vegas. Not... There's impersonators. They do a great job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. I love it, even off mic. His oh come on. Yeah. No, I thought this. <laughs> I. I'm last time I saw Lesnar like a year ago when we were doing those after WrestleMania and he shows up. Yeah. I didn't I said I don't care, just whatever. I didn't watch the Cena Lesnar match even though it was pr- good from what I hear. Um but I'm actually kind of interested at this point and it's because of Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah. Because that segment was really well done, I thought. Yeah. The yeah. fact the layers of character that Paul Heyman showed in that promo were pretty amazing. Yeah, about to me. how he's and that that is true to his character. Yeah, that is exactly. His, he, you know, he's playing up the Weasley side of it. Yeah. But that is his life right there. Yeah. Everything he told you in that promo yeah. is fact. Yeah. Even if he's talking about lying, it's all fact, yeah. and he is absolutely telling you the truth. You could all he's you. He's telling you the truth that he's lying. Yeah. Yeah. All I could think of was, you know, even the people that were his employees in ECW, yeah. he would lie to them, saying yeah. your check is not going to bounce. Yeah, and well, it's... the fact that he said, I'm a promoter, I've lied through my teeth every day of my life, Yeah, looking at Vince McMahon, yeah. <laughs> because he's he's a promoter too, he's doing the thing that Punk calls him out on, being a flesh-peddling promoter, yeah, there's some truth to that, yeah. so, yeah. and Paul Heyman is just that seedy side of it, but he's honest about it, he's honest about lying, yeah. and he said, yes, I lie all the time, but I'm not lying now, which was a lie. So, <laughs> and if you believe everything you read, apparently Vince is just never going to get along with Heyman personally. Yeah. But this was the week where it really opened up my eyes, where I figured out why. Because mm. Heyman is the side of Vince that is inside of him yeah, that he, he doesn't want to. Yeah, he doesn't want to admit to. And he is, but yeah. he is that guy. Yeah. That that's his. That's Paul Heyman is the devil on his shoulder. Yeah, and that's what. That segment like highlighted that. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if everybody got that, but that's yeah. what I that's what I got from it. And he's trying to bully his own devil. Yeah. Like Vince, when he goes out there, he's a bully. Yeah. He's like, This is my world and I'm going to grill you until right. I get what I want out of you right. in an intimidating fashion. Yeah. Even if he's all just being the jokester and nudging you with the elbow, that's still a real bully shit thing to do. He does he did it to Vicky. He's always been like that. Yeah. And he's doing it to Yeah. But he when there's people like that, when it's Vicky and Polly and people like that, he really turns it up high. Yeah. Almost like there's a, there's, I just see a reflection of reality yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That I've heard from people that have worked for him, and it, there's a there's some truth in there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think that's what and that whole thing rang true is why it was so good, and the yeah. the the performance that Heyman put on is just really amazing to me. Yeah, but why is it Vince McMahon, who is not playing? He's playing Mr. McMahon, but he's not Mr. McMahon right. anymore. And people cheer him when they come out, yeah. and they bow down to him. Yeah. And he's acting this way. Right. Does that make sense to you in this this be a star era? I'm not trying to be people like don't, one of those smarmy no, people, guys on the internet, but it's, you don't. It's, people it's, don't think about it that in that light. They just see this guy is really mean to the people that I don't like. Therefore, I like him a lot. Yeah. That's that's all it is. Did 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 you 
take heart to that comment that Daniel Bryan said in the booth on Saturday Morning Slam, where uh, Josh Matthews was like, some people call you a goat face. And he goes, some people need to be a star. I missed that. <laughs> oh, that was last week, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he said that. Yeah. And I was like, where was this, like, yeah. six months ago? Yeah. they. I mean, I think they can play that up. They're not going to, necessarily, yeah. but yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, all this, a lot of it's, like you said, bullying. The yeah. the heels do it to the baby faces and vice versa. Yeah, it's and it's all it's all the same thing. And I'm not saying adjust your programming because if in the sense that it's a wrestling company, yeah. and people have yeah. to beat people yeah. up. I I get that part. I'm not because well, Steve Austin was the biggest bully there ever was. Yeah. Well, he, one of them, yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. But you know, so was Vince at the same time. Yeah. They they were both the biggest bullies and yeah. biggest bastards on the planet. He just cheered one because. Yeah. You know, one more suit and one didn't. Right. I like this guy, therefore everything he does is awesome. Is yeah, what it exactly. is. It's what it all boils down to. Uh, this is like a spiral. I'm just spinning out of control here. Chris, uh, get me out of here. But yeah, so when Lesnar came out and just the reaction that Heyman gave was like, oh, Vince, leave. Vince, please leave. Yeah, and just screaming begging. like, stop. Don't do it. Don't stop. He, he's you begging know? Lesnar to get out of the ring, but also begging McMahon no, to he's, get out he's of the ring. No, he's begging Vince to get out of the ring because yeah. he knows Lesnar's not going to do it. Yeah. So. I like the I got this. Just, yeah. Just go away for yeah. a second. I'll be right back. Just yeah. go away for a so second. So, by interrupting Vince, I guess he saved Paul's job because he's going to be on TV next week. Yeah. But he's, rather than say, thank you for doing that, he's like, he probably, at that point, would have probably would rather have been fired than have Lesnar do what he did, which is because he his reaction afterwards. Possibly. But so. Heyman, I know, had this set up three days ago. This was his back I don't know. plan B. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so, if you believe everything you read, do you believe that this is going to set up Lesnar versus Hunter at WrestleMania? They were chanting Triple H. I don't know, but he just wrestled him at whatever. He killed it was. him at SummerSlam, yeah. yeah. Ended his career, yeah. quote unquote. But I guess that rematch always could have happened. I guess. So, I, I'm, I I'm assuming see, I'm putting that one in the pencil for, yeah, uh, for Mania. But I don't want Mania to be rematches all night. We're already going to have a rematch of. Uh, Rock and Cena. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Just get yeah. Goldust and Cody. You're right. Then I'll, I'll I'll buy the show. But yeah, it was good. I like. See, Raw. I liked it. Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. All right. We'll quickly run down the rest of the show. Let's talk a little bit of the uh, the Elimination Chamber SmackDown match that hasn't really been booked all the way, but it kind of has. And uh, help me out with that because. I'm very they, excited no, for the Jack Swagger return. Yeah, that Jack was Swagger. that was really cool. But they didn't. They said we were going to review your performances, but they didn't. And yeah. they even had all the people that were in the ring weren't all of the uh, former World Heavyweight Champions anyway. Yeah. I was like, are we going to get Colleen in the chamber two years in a row? God, tell me that's not going to happen. Because, yeah. I mean, they had Hell No in there, and they're both former World Heavyweight Champions. Who both but, deserved to be in that match, Yeah, damn sure. Yeah, and but in the first match it was Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara, and Mysterio was a former World Heavyweight Champion too. Yeah. So he should, he could, he should be in the running if that's the logic that they're using. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't. think it. I think it should boil, and, and even kind of planting the seed of what could be. I think it should boil down to former world heavyweight champions having to wrestle non-former world heavyweight champions for a slot in the chamber. It's simple, but I think it works. Yeah. I mean, how would you not put Antonio Cesaro in the elimination chamber this year? Yeah. They may figure out a way to pull that off. No. And not have him in there, but to me, that is not doing a service to your company, right? Because that guy is already a bona fide star and will be a world champion. He should be in the chamber. I agree. Swagger uh, needs a massive comeback in the worst possible. I think he'll way. for sure be in it. I mean, why else would they bring him out? Yeah, because that's a major bust if they don't put yeah. him in now. And they put him these. up against Kofi, and you know Kofi's going to lose. So yeah. <laughs> I want to see Kofi in the chamber too, but I don't. I don't hold much stock in that yeah. this year. I, l I like the idea of having former belt holders against people that haven't had that shot yet. Right. I think, to me, that's almost the way to go every year. Yeah. Like, you have to compete for your slot in the chamber every time. I think so, yeah. And they're kind of doing that, but I think they were really half-assed about it. It was very week. messy how they did it. It didn't yeah. make a whole lot of sense, because there were more former champs, like I said, that, that weren't being looked at. I don't know if they were or not. And a lot of the matches I would have preferred, or not a lot, but some of the matches I would have preferred to have 
the guy that was not being looked at in the chamber, like Orton Barrett. I would rather have Barrett in there. Yeah. And he may be in the Raw chamber. Is there going to be two chambers? I don't know. It doesn't... It doesn't seem even, like it, does it? Yeah. Yeah, maybe they won't. I mean, yeah, because everybody was asking that question. It's like, well, the title is always on the line in yeah, the chamber, I, at least the last three, four years. I thought it has so, been. yeah. But now it, it's neither looking like neither of the titles are going to be in the chamber. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like they're both going to be number one contenders matches, but they didn't even mention a Raw uh, yeah. WWE title um, uh, number one contenders match. So well, and they well no, they can't have one anyway because Cena's the number one contender. Yeah. So it would just it would be pointless. Well, that actually harkens back to the original Elimination Chamber No Way Out pay per view, yeah. which both they did have the two chamber matches and they both served as number one contender matches. But the Raw one can't because Cena's already got the number one contendership. Oh yeah. Uh, it's point. Then, there's. I don't think you get a title. I, then the the Raw guys get a title match on Raw the next night or no, at Extreme Rules. No. Put up, extreme rules. <laughs> put up the uh, the Intercontinental title in the chamber for Raw. Yeah, why not, right? Because, I mean, at this point, I don't really see how they could justify having a Raw chamber. It doesn't make any sense. That's weird, man. Cause maybe, maybe they open up the chamber to both shows. Just maybe. as a way to kind of well, but tweak all the, it. You know? All the guys, they said six spots, there's seven guys. It was all SmackDown guys. Yeah, well, but they SmackDown, could, there's no brands. But yeah, they could change it to whatever they want. I don't know. It's just, I don't okay, know. Okay, six guys right now. Go. Doesn't matter what show. Put them in the chamber right now. Barrett, Cesaro, uh, Brian. Well, I was going to say Ziggler, but he was actually really, really smart in saying, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, I have the a smartest smart. man on that company right now. Uh, Swagger. Um, uh, Kane. And. I'll put Damien in there. Damien, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we got this is our chamber. Book it. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so yeah. Uh just on other things on SmackDown, the breakup of Road Scholars made me very sad. Yeah, well, that was pretty sad. They should have been able to at least have one little title run there, but Yeah. Even if it was just a quick pay per view to pay per view transition. Yeah. They they deserve the tag titles for at least yeah. a little bit. And how awkward was that um parking lot brawl between Del Rio and, and Big Show? That was not forty seven takes and that's yeah, the best that's one the we best. could get. That was not good at all. They were <laughs> very awkward and very uneasy to watch. Yeah. It's like they didn't know what was happening. I don't I don't know what happened there. It, it I I will say the awkwardness made it look very realistic. I guess. I'll give them that. But not entertaining. <laughs> it wasn't entertaining, but it looked it looked pretty damn realistic. Del Rio should stick to what he does best and be in the ring. He doesn't need to go the route of I'm a baby face and now I'm gonna be all like get all dirty and attack people in the parking lot. Just do what you do best, you know. That's yeah, why you wear you smart are. him. Yeah. He's a Which he's he a classy he's a classy guy. He doesn't need to lower himself to that level. Yeah. So um He can't play the aristocrat up anymore. Right. Not anymore. No, not anymore. He's not even coming to the ring in cars anymore. Yeah, what's up with it's that? Disappointing. But I still love the guy. He's still yeah, yeah. probably him and Ziggler, I think I mentioned this tweeting when I was watching SmackDown. I think those two guys are my favorite right now in the company. Yeah, like when they're when their match is getting ready to come on, you're like, I'm sticking with this. Yeah, I have like like Booker. I have kind of a fave five. No, like that. I never a pee break. It's those two guys <laughs> and Cesaro and yep. Barrett, yep. and we'll put Hell No as a fifth. <laughs> right, because I'm always irritated. Yeah, like I said, the the primetime players are are climbing. The I really like the primetime right players. Yeah. Like every time they come out, it's always fun. Yeah, uh, uh, that's Darren, it should be. Darren Young was very smart this week. <laughs> Whenever Ryback came out and was starting to attack, he booked it, man. He was out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Titus got the got destroyed, but you didn't even see Darren Young. He was just gone. Yeah, he was like the the uh, wily coyote puff of smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I like those guys. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I thought Raw was the better show out of the two this week. SmackDown was good. But uh, like I said, the confusing, you know, trying to like, just like looking at the show as a whole, it was just kind of didn't make it a lot of sense. It was very disjointed. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I did see all the other shows this week, just really quickly going down them. NXT was, they did um, continue the tag team title tournament. Okay. So do you want to know the results? Go ahead. All it's right. my fault I didn't see the show. Um, the first match was Alex Riley and... Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm out. And Bateman versus uh, Cassius Ono and Leo Kruger. Okay. And uh, Ono actually got the pin on Alex Riley. Yeah. So. Alex Riley. There is justice in this world. Has he gotten better? He's gotten better. He's not. I don't like him still, but he's gotten better. But the match was really good. 
and actually he's a contender for match of the week for me. Um, Sakamoto. <laughs> the long-suffering Sakamoto. He suffers a little bit more. He fought Mason Ryan. Oh, Mason Ryan's back? Yeah. So I You're think not helping me here. Alex he, Riley, he Mason used, Ryan. He used a jackhammer for his finish. Wow. So, well, no one else is using it right now. Yeah. I did like, um, I forget the other commentator guy's name, but I always forget he asked William Regal, or he was saying, like, Mason Ryan's, like, he's he's amazing, isn't he? And all the best compliment that Regal could give him was saying that Mason Ryan's ancestors, the Welsh, are like true Britons. That was the best he could do. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept going on about the history of, like, the Welsh and how they, they fought for their home and their country. He didn't say anything about Mason Ryan. That, I, tell, that should tell you a I lot. thought that was very telling. It's very telling. If, yeah, if, whenever you see NXT, if you go watch it, whenever, uh, just pay attention to what he says because he never compliments him. It's pretty hilarious. Wow. Oksana um, versus Paige, which was it was a good match. Yeah. I prefer. Paige, is Paige going to be the next uh, diva superstar? I like her. I think she could be. Uh, the anti diva is going to yeah. be the next biggest diva. No, I, re- I really like her. I think she's good. I Actually, pref- I do like. I think maybe, you know, with all the stuff we've been hearing about how they're supposed to overhaul the women's division and yeah. take it away from the divas, right. quote unquote, that that's that's not a bad one to have. You know, yeah. setting the tone for that. Yeah. The anti diva. So she did uh, beat Oksana via submission. Um, I prefer Oksana as a blonde. I don't. I, yeah, uh, her hair looks fake. Black. I don't know. Boy, there's a bunch wig. of horse hair going around the yeah. Divas division right now. Yeah. That we gotta, we gotta get rid of. But it was, it was a good match. I, I go to NXT every week now for women's wrestling. So. Well, yeah. I mean, we yeah. we mentioned this. <laughs> we know why. It's it's the Sarah Del Rey show. Um, but after the match, uh, Paige, um, she bumped into the ring announcer, <laughs> and then like that summer, I think her name is. Okay. And then. The ring announcer attacked her after, what? and then rolled out. Of, I was like, "What?" And the yeah. commentator, or the yeah, commentator's like, "What? Well, I don't know what's happening, but whatever. Let's go no, to something else." That never happens. Yeah. Um, and then the main event was uh, Bo Dallas and Michael McGillicuddy versus Primo and Epico. And that was actually a really Primo good match. Primo and Epico win. Nope. I didn't oh. think they would because it's the NXT titles. I figured an NXT team would win, right. uh, not a main roster team. Okay. So like three well, and B oh, yeah. got beat. And yeah, that you know. makes sense. Yeah. So it was fine. I got to see Rosa, so I'm good. What are your initial impressions of Bo Dallas? This was definitely a hot week for him. He's fine, but I don't. Out of all the NXT NXT guys that I've seen, I don't really see him as the breakout guy. But I could be wrong. He's. I don't know. I've got a stat about Bo Dallas. It's gonna blow your mind here, okay. real quick. Bo Dallas is the first ever entrant in the Royal Rumble that was not alive when the first Royal Rumble aired. <laughs> That's a fact. That's awesome. Yeah, so there you go. I feel very old. <laughs> so that makes him what? 24 at the most? Yeah, at the most. 25? Yeah. yeah. It's like 25. He's, he's probably younger than that. He's not more than 25. Yeah, he yeah. looks a lot. He looks. He doesn't even look like he's 20, hardly. Yeah. So there you go. That's cool. But yeah, um, actually, uh, Dallas got the pin on Primo in that match. Okay. But Primo had my move of the week this week. I don't Ooh. know if, if I see one that stands out, I'll mention it. Yeah, please do, because you know I like to do that yeah, a lot too. It was a DDT, but he he had the guy you know hooked for the DDT position. He chicken winged the outside arm, and then did like a back, uh, like put his leg behind the other guy's leg and kind of tripped him over. Oh wow! So he just spiked him like it, it was bad. It wow! Looked, it was bad, but it looked really good. Gotcha. So. Chicken Wing DDT was the move of the week for me. Wow. Um, so that was that show main event, uh, Miz TV with Ryback, which is whatever. Yeah, I saw that. It led into yet the same match again, again. between Ryback and Cesaro. Yeah. So, you know, you've seen it before. Yeah. Um, and then... I- I'm glad they're not doing it this way, but with all the count-out victories that Ryback has over Antonio Cesaro, yeah. if this was the old NWA, he would be the number one contender to right. the U.S. title right yeah. now and would have already had his show. Yeah. But thankfully, that's not the case, because yeah. I'd be scared of that. <laughs> and then uh, Titus O'Neil versus Tensai. Which is the oddball. my main event, because, yeah. Yeah, the oddball match of the week for yeah. me. Because I kept thinking, well, this is weird, and it may not be very good, but yeah. then I kept watching it, and it they gave him some time to work, and they yeah. they got my interest. And yeah, I, it, was, it, was, it was good. I was enjoying it, and uh, it, freaking Tenzai squirted him to, yes. to win that match. Yeah, 
that centon looks like it hurts more yeah. than, more than anything in the company besides the mushroom stop that Cesaro does so well. <laughs> but I wouldn't I would I wouldn't want to take either of those moves. That's no. for sure. He just puts all of his weight down there. He's <laughs> just yeah. like ah. <laughs> uh, the uh, superstars. I get to see superstars for the first time in a while this week. It's good. Uh, another tag team match. Uh, the Usos versus Primo and Epico. Usos won, all right. but okay. it was it was good. They've traded off quite a bit over the last year and year yeah. and a half. Actually, that was one of the better matches of the week, in my opinion. Was that okay. one? And then uh, Kofi Kingston versus Michael McGillicuddy, which was good. Yeah, was... I, I think I saw that one on main event a few months ago. Yeah. Yeah, I I haven't seen Superstars in a year and a half. Yeah. Easy. It was it was a good show. It's worth it if you like tag teams. Oh yeah, and you yeah. know I like to go. There. That's where you're going to see more wrestling anyway. Yeah. So who's who's uh, who's uh, in the booth on Superstars? Who right wasn't the booth in that? I don't is remember. Is it Striker? I think it was Striker and some other guy. Is it uh, Scott uh, Scott Stanford? No, uh, he's not commenting on anything. because uh, he does the pre-shows for the pay-per-views yeah. with the with the I think it's with the blonde girl from NXT, the summer girl. Oh, there's two. There's there's the ring announcer and then there's a. Common the like backstage uh, interview and I'm okay. not sure it's one the, of those two yeah yeah anyway okay moving on and then Saturday morning slam uh Ziggler versus Ryder and uh Barrett versus Tatsu for those Ziggler matches. versus Ryder was good yeah actually they were both good matches yeah. those are some of the better slam matches I've actually seen since I started watching it yeah because I've seen every episode now except for like the first six right but I love that Barrett realized what show he was on because yeah th- these guys need to ad- I mean they have to adjust their moves there's no two ways about it. And I got to see the boss man slam yep. and the win with the boss man slam. Yep. So uh, thank you, Barrett, for realizing which show you were on this week. <laughs> awesome. That's all I got. What was your match of the week, Chris? Because uh, I need I need help. I I just well, like I said, a lot of my match contenders were actually on shows that I guess you didn't see NXT and Superstars. Okay. Were so my other contenders. Chris is gonna I'm gonna give it to Chris is naming the official match of the week. Right. Both of our opinions this week. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, the tables match from Raw, Sandow versus Sheamus. I think that was actually my favorite match. Although the NXT the, the tag match between Ono Kruger and then Riley and uh, Bateman was yeah. really good, and there was a lot of technical wrestling in that that Regal continually put over. Yeah. It's really cool, but uh, I'm gonna go with the tables match from Raw. All right, sounds good. And you, by the way, speaking of speaking of NXT, you know we're massive Cash Sono fans, of course. What do you think of Leo Kruger? Um, I don't. I haven't formed an opinion on him yet. Okay, maybe it's the way he dresses and the way he acts, but to me, it's like the Cuban assassin had a baby with crowbar. <laughs> but there you go. There's a couple of fun obscure fan references for me this week, uh, and. I'm trying to think, like best week, worst week, Chris. I got it. Uh, it's you, easy. Do you give it to Tenzai? Am I am I wrong? For which? Or, no, you know I think I know what you're gonna do. Go ahead. I think uh, I know who has the best week. Worst week is very definitely uh, Ricardo Rodriguez. Oh yeah. He got murdered on both Raw and SmackDown. So true. He may have. He may be in a coma. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Ricardo, I'm sorry, but oh, it is your worst week. And best week, I'm going to go ahead and give to Jack Swagger for a triumphant return. Uh, a nice victory, even though he got beat up a lot. He still won the match, and he's probably going to be in the chamber. So, and, and one last thing about Swagger. You know me. I always like to see what the mannerism of the person is when they're coming down the ramp. Yeah. Some people are more telling than others. Did you notice the difference in when Swagger came out at the beginning of the show and then when he was ready for his match? He came out for his match looking like he hadn't slept in three weeks, yeah. and he looked vicious. Yeah. He smacked himself upside the head and got in that ring and yeah. went to work. I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what he does in the <laughs> ring. And that's that's good. He was on the right defense there. a lot in that match. but He, he, he was, yeah. but he's, uh, you know, Kofi is the kind of opponent that would make a catch-as-catch-can guy be really confused. Right. But he's spending the whole match going, how do I catch him? But once I catch him, he's toast. Yeah. And he finally caught him at the very, very end. But man, what a cool back and forth they had. Yeah. You so, know what? That was my favorite match of the week. How about that? Kofi versus Swagger? Yeah. All right. I came cool. back around again. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, that was the best match from that show, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Bo Dallas is a, a runner-up for best week. Because yeah. he did, he they advanced, he got the pin and the advancement of the NXT title. He, I'm not counting the Royal Rumble because that was last week. Right, right, right. But uh, he did beat Barrett on live TV. Yeah. But he got the holy crap beat out of him, so that right. disqualifies him yeah. from uh, 
best week. You got to earn it more around here. Yeah. So maybe next time, rookie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess we're gonna go ahead and get out of here, man. We we've uh, exasperated our WWE talk for this week. Yes. We are we are getting on schedule with Wrestling House Show. We're glad to have everybody back on board, and I'm enjoying it. And I guess that's all I got. That's Chris, it. I would love for everybody out there to get super interactive with us. How can they do that? Uh, go to cnjradio.com for the Wrestling House Show. There's our blog there. You can find our feed, connect to iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, all linked. We're at House Show on Twitter. Yes. And uh, you know, you got any uh you got any wrestling DVDs or VHSs laying around the house? Send them to us. Send me <laughs> send me a personal message. I'd love Are I, you begging for yeah, your merchandise? I'm, I've decided I'm gonna hoard every single title that's ever been released commercially. But uh no no uh, I'm not gonna let the cat out of the bag yet. There's a whole there's gonna be a meaning to it. I like your blatant <laughs> yeah. how blatant you are about send us stuff yeah I mean if you want to IPV video it that's fine you, I'll take it in a paper slip on a DVDR that's fine too. <laughs> oh now you're just send a shit. setting criteria <laughs> no you do you know as long oh, as it's a funny. full show and, it, and I can watch it and it looks good beggars just, can't be choosers yeah and a den of thieves yeah <laughs> alright well thanks, thanks. <laughs> yeah PM me I'll send you an address <laughs> alright thank you very much everybody we'll see you next week okay.